0: Even if she can handle going faster and even if she enjoys that, she's most likely, I almost guarantee, going to enjoy a much slower play. She's going to get so much hornier. She's going to get super wet. Her vagina is going to be pulsing. Like she's going to be like actually craving. Like her body will be craving you. Like craving you. To the point where it's not just like, oh yeah, put it in, it feels good, but like, I fucking need your cock. Like, it turns into like this, like, absolute need. Welcome to What I Love About Sex, where some incredible guests and I, Steph Kinovsky, will be bringing you the tools for improving your sex life with topics such as sex issues with your partner, sexual self-confidence, premature ejaculation, sexual shame, masturbation, sharing your fetishes, orgasmic pleasure, and more. Sex is still so taboo. And I personally believe that by improving our understanding and communication skills around sex, we can enhance our own self-pleasure as well as deepening our long-term romantic relationships. So listen in, try to stay open-minded, and let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. I've been working with a lot of guys recently, one-on-one, with trouble maintaining their erection. Um, first of all, getting an erection and then maintaining it. So it's... it's- Basically, the, the same concerns that pop up. And a lot of these guys, I mean, the majority of men, the only men I actually end up working with are the men where this is a psychological issue. So how do we know if it's psychological? I mean, with the guys that work with me, they'll tell me, you know, I, I never have erection issues with this partner, but I do with this one. Or when I masturbate, I have no problem getting hard at all, but I have a problem with my partner. So that's when you know it's all in your head. You know, if you can function completely fine and get your erection quickly, especially during masturbation, then and it's just not working with a partner, that means there's some sort of anxiety um, or mental block preventing you from being able to to relax your body enough to get hard and be sexually in the moment. So I'm going to throw, there's a ton of tips out there um, to help you and depending on the client, I'll give him different ideas or feedback from his own situation, but I'm going to throw at you the five tips that I believe will help the majority of you when it comes to your erection and concerns that you may have around it. Before I dive into the five tips, I want to um, just make sure that you're aware of something, which is there's a difference between erectile dysfunction and erectile dissatisfaction all right erectile dysfunction is when you're having or let's start with dissatisfaction erectile dissatisfaction is what happens when you occasionally lose your heart on and you're bummed out about it and it doesn't happen the majority of the time maybe it hardly happens but once in a while it happens and you're like oh fuck yeah once in a while i have erectile dysfunction no that's not dysfunction that's dissatisfaction Every guy has occasional moments where he doesn't stay hard the whole time during sex. That's actually very common. Um, you're not going to stay rock hard the entire time. All right. Your body is not a machine. Um, and also, as you age, there is less blood flow to that area. Um, it's You don't get hard as quickly or maybe as hard as you did when you were younger. That's also normal. And that's that's also a form of erection Uh, erectile dissatisfaction where with aging maybe it takes you a little longer to get hard maybe you don't get as many hard-ons randomly right and it's like oh i must have a problem no you're aging so i want you to keep your mind in the place of you know if i can get aroused if i get aroused and i get hard when i'm aroused and i'm able to penetrate with that hard-on i'm good all right i'm okay Um, don't always constantly compare yourself to what your dick was doing in your 20s where you just woke up and had a raging heart on every single morning like it's okay if you don't have that all right you don't need that every single morning that doesn't you know Um, but I know that guys will go there and then they'll panic and what happens what's interesting is if you have erectile dissatisfaction you can turn it into erectile dysfunction through the your mindset and the way that you're panicking about it so if you're like oh my god my dick isn't isn't like isn't hard when I'm looking at this where when I was in my 20s it would definitely be hard fuck what's wrong with me and then you get anxious and then that actually can lead to a reoccurrence or a new pattern of you not being able to actually get hard when you want to get hard all right that's erectile dysfunction so if you're aroused and you have the intention of getting hard and you have the intention to penetrate and you are not able to consistently get hard or penetrate that's erectile dysfunction all right so that's when you really want to um, get some blood work done first of all to make sure there's no physical issue but once again if you're able to get hard when you masturbate and that's completely fine but not with a partner then it's in your head okay so just wanted to um, share with you those differences between erectile dysfunction and erectile dissatisfaction so that you're aware You can calm yourself down when you start going into panic mode about a dissatisfaction situation so that it doesn't lead to a dysfunction. All right. So five tips for erection strength. Let's go into these five tips now. The first tip is stay with her. All right. So a lot of you guys freak out thinking that if you lose your heart on, she's going to be upset she's going to think poorly about you she's gonna she's making fun of you in her head she's thinking you're less of a man like you you jump to all these conclusions where the woman for the most part will think she's not attractive so she'll make it about her okay so by you staying with her in the moment it will help her stay with you so that she's not getting in her head the moment you get in your head You turn away from her and then she, if she, if you're turning away from her like mentally and connection wise, then she's also left in her head of like, oh my God, he just must not be into me because now he's not even paying attention to me. He's not even connected with me anymore. You know, so she has all the more reason to feel like it is something having to do with her. So a lot of guys who are even married and have a partner who knows that he's into her, And knows he's attracted to her she'll still be like he turns off like he disconnects whenever he gets worried about his erection and I don't even care so much about the erection getting lost I care that he turns away from me mentally like he shuts down he's not there he's not with me anymore he's like obviously in his head he's not really paying attention he's not making eye contact he's not like aware of like what I just said to him you know so a lot of guys do go in this place of shutting down and turning off and that's so much more um, damaging than you just losing your erection all right it's really we, we don't want to make that a big deal because when this is psychological the last thing you want to do is turn it into some big deal where you're like oh my god this is the end of it I'm not going to be able to finish having sex sex has to stop now this is so bad no we got to look at it like all right it's not that big of a deal just stay connected with her that's the most important thing And that means just be like, babe, I'm so turned on right now. My body's just not cooperating. So let's just, why don't we just hang out a little bit? I just want to, I just want to touch you and just like kiss you. I just want these lips. I just want to be with you. And stay with her. And even say, like verbalize all of that too, to just give her some reassurance and to reassure yourself that, hey, I can stay in this moment. Sex doesn't have to end because my erection is temporarily gone. Because that's the thing, too. Most of the time it comes back, right, guys? And some of you even have tips to get it back. Um, something that works for a lot of guys is a blowjob. So if you have a partner who's willing to go down on you and blow you, um, you know, especially in between sex, I know that there's that's even less partners who are open to doing that, but there still are many partners open to doing that um, and going down on you to get you back. And if that works, cool, use it because the more you use tools like that that work for you, the less stress you're going to face in the moment, the quicker your erection will get back and the less you will actually face erectile dysfunction problems. In fact, they'll go away because you're psychologically helping to treat the problem when you have tools to use, all right? So that's just an example of a tool um, you can use to stay with her and to keep the sex going, all right? But... Most importantly, stay with her. Stay mentally connected with her. Don't shut off. Don't turn away. Don't make it because it's not all about you, right? It's about the two of you sharing a moment and there's plenty you can do without a rock hard dick. Without a hard dick. Without a semi hard dick. Like There's like, still so much pleasure you can, you can have um, with each other. And this is why guys who actually have dealt with issues before are so much better in bed Because they actually had to look into other ways to make sex great. Like, they had to be like, oh, wow, like, it's important to talk to her and talk to her about what really feels good for her body. Or, oh, it's, it's, there's all these sex toys, like, I could bring these in to help when there's a situation with me going on. Or um, let me practice my oral skills so that if I do come too early or I do have an erection issue, I could go down and like impress her with that or like I don't even like using the word impress. Um, I could go use my skills on her and enjoy doing that because I'll feel confident in that. So guys only work on all this stuff that actually makes sex great if they've dealt with some problems because I'll tell you, I've been with enough guys. (laughs) It sounded like an old person. I'll tell you, back in my day, (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've been with enough guys to know that the ones who have big dicks who have never experienced issues because they'll they'll say it sometimes if I ask them like oh have you ever like dealt with any insecurity they're like no like like I've always been fine like all those guys who never dealt with anything they suck in bed they're not good they're the ones who just pound you and doggy and then never look at you or talk to you or touch you they don't involve any foreplay they don't go down on you like it's horrible sex But, oh, he has a huge dick and he could last forever. And, like, is that supposed to make sex good? No, it doesn't. (laughs) Like, that alone, hell no. Like, I could tell you some of my worst sex experiences were a guy with a really nice sized dick and could last for as long as he wanted. And I'm not saying that's because it was the worst sex, but because he didn't do anything else. He just relied on the fact that he had a nice dick and he could last forever and he thought, Oh, this is all I need to be good in bed. No, that's not all you need. And if you just rely on that and you never work on anything else, it's it's a turnoff. It's like I don't wanna I don't wanna ever fuck you again. And I didn't with those guys because it was like, okay, that's not like I didn't feel any connection i didn't feel pleasure we weren't laughing i wasn't like like because like because he's he's so like th- those types of guys are just so um what's the word like like serious and oh, i just remember all those experiences not being relaxing so anyway there's so much more to sex than having a a big dick that lasts a long time and I know those are the two main problems that you guys face so truly take my word for it Um, okay before I get off track let's get to tip number two which is a lot of you guys want to be dominant Um, and I was telling a client this the other day when you if you are facing trouble with your erection and it's it's an insecurity that comes um, because of that and you're like, oh, I can't play the dominant role because what if I'm not hard enough? Like, if I'm supposed to be some dominant guy and she's submissive, I can't, I, I feel like I can't play that character because what if I go soft? Like, that'd be so embarrassing. That'd, that'd be even more embarrassing. And I was like, no, 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 let's not jump to conclusions like that. First of all, you don't know if that's going to happen. Second of all, you can use dominance as a way to handle, um, any dick-related issues you're going through, but especially uh, erectile dysfunction, because if you are losing your heart on, you could tell her something like, you know, you're going to get my cock when my cock's ready for you. And like, no, you're not allowed to have this yet. Like, you know, you can play, you can use some wordplay that fit the dominant character and be like, no, we're going to fuck when I say we're going to fuck, you know, and you you play with that until you're ready or you say get on your hands and knees and, and suck me until i'm hard enough to fuck you like you know you can make it part of the experience you don't have to feel like oh if i'm dominant i have to be rock hard the entire time no that's not it's not true at all um so you could still be dominant and it actually works in your favor all right so don't miss out on this this awesome type of play and and um, sex communication just because you have a fear of of um, erectile dysfunction. Because the more we can get rid of these fears and have solutions to answer your fears, the the quicker erectile dysfunction will go away when it's a, a psychological issue. All right? Because there's all these fears blocking it, blocking your body from functioning the way you want it to function. So when we could look at the fears and be like, all right, I have an answer for this one. I have an answer for this one. I have a tool to use for this one then it goes away. The, the problem actually goes away because you know how to handle every scenario and you start feeling confident in every scenario no matter what happens, all right? So I wanted to make that a point because I know that a lot of you are missing out on having some fun fun sex and the type that you would want. Um, and this is actually a fun type of play you can use to actually give you more confidence when you're facing erectile dysfunction, dominant role play. All right, so tip number three is slow down. Slow down. Um, Most of you, when you are just rushing into the sex experience, it heightens anxiety. All right, anything rushed um, is not working for you and most likely not for her. Women need a lot more time to ease into a sex experience. And even if they don't, guys, like even if they can handle quickies and you're like, no, my woman's wet within seconds. Just because she's wet within seconds doesn't mean she can't get a shit ton wetter, okay? I, as a woman, I can handle quickies. I could do it. I get wet enough for quickies. But if there's 30 minutes of foreplay, my body turns into something I didn't even realize is my body where I'm like, holy shit. And like, even Andrew's like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> so like, when we really are hyper focused on foreplay, which I get it, not everyone has 30 minutes before play but occasionally we do we can make the time right if we want that type of sex life if you have that type of partner and that night free to do it then take advantage of that go slow like kiss her slowly like if she tries to like rip off your pants tell her to stop make her slow down you know you, like use that dominant play if you want but really like even telling her even if you don't want to be dominant just being like hey hey just like just kiss me right now You know, like even talking like that and like, hey, slow down, slow down, like telling her to slow down, take the lead on slowing everything down, slow down you taking off her clothes, slow down you sliding your hand down into her, into her pants or up her skirt, up her shirt, you know, before grabbing her and caressing her, slow kissing with tongue, you know, slowly introduce your tongue, have that eye contact, slow touch. All of this is going to help you regulate your nervous system and help you keep your body calm. You're going to breathe deeper when you move like this because think about it, it doesn't make sense to breathe quickly and in a stressful way when your body is moving in this slow motion. Um, Obviously, you're not in slow motion, slow motion. (laughs) Don't make it weird, okay? (laughs) But you know what I mean? You could definitely at least cut it in half, I'm sure, because the majority of guys go way too fast it's like the natural tendency for men to just like go super fast even with andrew a lot of the time i have to be like okay slower just slow down um but basically every single guy i've been with (laughs) i've had to i've either wanted them to slow down or i've literally told them like hey like slow down and um it's interesting because the the guys who are into spirituality they're the ones that are super slow like they can go they go super slow naturally um and you could tell like what type of guy it is like i was only with two guys like this but they i just knew they would be the slow type because they were into that type of stuff and it's just there's such a connection there of like mindfulness and like connection and like finding your spiritual connection you know sometimes it goes a little far but like or for me anyway but anyway most guys are very quick and they they want to go fast um, and I think it's because a lot of you jerk off really fast and you're in that habit of not really making pleasure um, the main goal, but making more so getting off the main goal. So if you can... Sorry, I'm adjusting, adjusting myself. Um, if you can slow everything down, you will be in a much better place for yourself and for her. Trust me. Because like I said, even if she can handle going faster and even if she enjoys that, she's most likely... I almost guarantee going to enjoy a much slower play. She's going to get so much hornier. She's going to get super wet. Her vagina is going to be pulsing. Like she's going to be like actually craving. Like her body will be craving you. Like craving you to the point where it's not just like, oh yeah, put it in. It feels good. But like I fucking need your cock. Like it turns into like this like absolute need when the slowness and the foreplay is actually prioritized because you're you're amplified like you're in that teasing mode and it's getting more and more and more and more if you start with everything you can't grow it you know it can't go to more and more and more it just starts with like okay here we are and it's a whoa and it's it's too much for the body you know sometimes if it's too quick like if I'm having a quickie sometimes it feels like after I came I'm like then I'm starting to get ready like like only then am I like really like starting to get worked up and it's like it's already over so there's so much potential in going slow um, and then like I said I get you don't always have the time for it but when you do please prioritize it and just even just to experiment and see what's possible um, what's possible for her but also what's possible for you of course because we're talking about erectile dissatisf- uh, dysfunction And when it comes to erectile dysfunction, um, a big thing is controlling your anxiety, slowing down your breath and making sure there's not a ton of tension in your body um, so that you can you can trust yourself and you can actually be in the moment and you can make the experience just as much about your pleasure as it is hers. And it's not just hyper focused on trying to impress her. Okay, there's a lot there. Next tip. Tip number four, be careful with Viagra and Cialis. Um, I'm not one to be like, don't take these because I get that they're fun, right? I get that they give you confidence and I don't want to take away anything that's fun or gives you confidence. Um, always make sure you talk to your doctor first before taking them because there are some side effects um, and it may not be the best thing for you, but um What was I going to say? Oh, but you want to make sure you don't rely on them, all right? Because especially for those of you who have dealt with erectile dysfunction, you know, it it could be really shameful. I see that. I get that. I understand that if you find a tool that works, you just want to keep using it and you don't want to go back to not using it. But I know there's a part of you that's like, I wish I didn't have to rely on this. I wish I didn't have to use it. And when your ED is psychologically induced, you don't have to use it. But if you keep using it, you're training your body to rely on it and to need it. So in order to not rely on it and believe that you need it, you have to not use it every time. And this is, this is really important. All right. So what I was telling a client the other day was because um, he said to me, he was like, you know, it's, sex is a lot better when I use the pill, obviously. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa let's go back. It's not better. It's different. Sex is different with Viagra. Sex is different with Cialis. It's not, it's not better. It's different. All right. And you have to believe that you have to believe that that's not making you better in bed. It's just doing something to your cock. Like, all right, it's, it's not, it's not even arousing you like you have to become aroused first in order for those to work. Right. So there's, there's, so much power in what you can do and how you can face the the anxiety or the overwhelm of the moment so that you can you can stay with her you could stay present you could have tools to respond to losing your heart on and you can naturally naturally get rid of having this experience of ED all right so the only way you can work through it and naturally be able to start handling it is to not use the pill okay so don't use a pill every single time. Can you use it once in a while? Sure. Like I said, if you're cleared by a doctor, you have a prescription, and you want to use it to have that different type of sex once in a while, cool. But, and even if you're really facing ED, like, intensely, and you're kind of freaking out about it, and you're like, Steph, I have to use Cialis, like, I, I just can't not use it. I'm too embarrassed, or blah, blah, blah. Um, then I encourage you to at least every other time, go natural just be your natural self and be able to train yourself to handle the situations where you lose your erection and then you calmly wait for it to come back all right because that's what's going to get you to the point of not losing your erection when you're no longer afraid of losing it it will be there all right it will just come when you want it to come so um so yeah, you want to be able to train yourself to do that, and you won't be able to train yourself to do that if you're using Cialis every single time or Viagra. So those are my thoughts on that. It's it's really the only way to mentally be able to overcome your ED is to not use Viagra or Cialis every time. In fact, use them as sparingly as possible. All right, and tip number five for erection strength is masturbate mindfully and pay attention to your erection when you masturbate all right so masturbating mindfully this is why I came up with sex meditations and um, be on the lookout for more meditations coming out very soon if you're part of the meditation group subscription and if you want to join check out the link in the description of this episode but the whole point is to masturbate mindfully so you can you understand more what pleasures you. You know what your arousal levels are on a scale. You notice what gets you really hard and what gets you a little softer. Like when you pay attention to this stuff, you actually learn about your body and when you learn about your body and you're more mindful about how you function sexually, you Bring that into your relationship with your partners. You have this hyper-awareness of yourself so you know what thoughts will get you back to a stronger erection. You know what you could do to calm yourself down because you've practiced it in masturbation. Masturbation is now a, a tool you use in practice to practice having the type of sex you want um, versus just something you where you jerk off really, really quick, all right? And something for you guys facing erectile Dysfunction is when you masturbate, I would even encourage you to try losing your heart on during masturbation. Like get to the point of intentionally losing it so that you could show yourself that you could get it back. All right. And practicing that behind closed doors without any um any people watching, right? Aka a woman with you is <laughs> so like, um, or people watching, whatever you're into. Um, so if you're doing this by yourself. You don't have to be nervous about it. You know what I mean? If you have the intention to lose your erection, there's no one there to criticize you. There's no one there to feel shameful about um, or in front of. It's it's just you practicing something. So if you have the power to lose it and you could show, okay, I could lose it by thinking this or doing this, all right, now let me practice getting it back as quick as I can. And that's a that's a good... Um, that's a good thing to a, – a good tool to practice. I even had a client who would do that meditation also. he I mean visualization. Like he would visualize losing it and then getting it back. And it became such a powerful tool for him where he was like, wow, like every time I visualized it, I would think of a different way or a different thing to do to get it back. And then I would physically get harder. And it was just – I always tell him and I tell every client – your anxiety is there because you feel like you don't have answers or you ask yourself stupid questions. And by stupid, because no question is really stupid, right? (laughs) But (laughs) some of them are actually. (laughs) I'm going to tell you a stupid question that you probably ask yourself. A stupid question might sound like, what if I can never get hard again? Like, come on, why are you asking yourself that? That's ridiculous. Um, And when you think of things like this, what if I can't have sex? right? That's another one. It's just like, it's a ridiculous, let's call it a ridiculous question. Um, But when you're anxious, you ask yourself these ridiculous questions, and then you just let them sit there in your head. You don't respond to them. You don't like, you don't laugh them off. Like you're just like, oh God, what if I can't have sex? And then you go into that whole idea of actually not being having, not being able to have sex when that's never even happened to you before. Like it's just ridiculous to think about. Why are you going there? So in order to not go there, you, you have to prove to yourself that you have answers, all right? So for instance, if you have the ridiculous thought or question in your head of what if I can't have sex again, you answer it and you say, okay, that's, that's a ridiculous thought. Why, where did that thought come from? That's ridiculous. Of course, I'll be able to have sex. Even if I can't stay hard, I'll still figure out stuff to do to enjoy the sex and to get to the point where I can get hard again and, and finish. I'll be fine. And even if I don't finish... I'll be fine. Like there's been plenty of sexual experiences where both people have not finished and they were still awesome and they were still sexy. I have a handful of experiences um, that that were really fun and maybe I didn't get off, maybe my partner didn't, but I'll remember them as fun, sexual, awesome experiences. All right. So you can't look at one part of your body or one functioning part of your body and be like oh if this doesn't work 100% every single time I'm a failure I'm not good in bed no that's ridiculous um what are all the and if you have that thought then okay what are all the ways that I'm I'm good in bed you know besides besides the erection what are let's like put that aside put that worry aside like what am I actually like good at And what are the things I have that I don't worry about? You know, even taking a moment of gratitude in response to these ridiculous thoughts is a good idea. For instance, if you never worry about the size of your dick, that's that's be grateful for that. You know, if you never worry about how your dick looks because you think it looks pretty good and you've gotten compliments on it, that's awesome. Like lean into that. That's great. If you're if women have told you you give them the best head and you're you're so good at eating them out take that take that as a win you know like look back on these experiences of like oh I'm always been told I'm a good kisser and I'm really good at touching or fingering that fingering is a very it's not an easy skill I have very few men who've been able to finger me correctly or in a way that feels good um, even with direction it's just and I don't I don't see it as being an easy thing to do either I'm not saying like oh it's not that hard like i anyway (laughs) so maybe you're good at fingering maybe you're good at eating really good at eating women out maybe you're a really good kisser maybe you're a really good toucher and you're really you're really good at slowing things down and like caressing maybe you're really good at dirty talk maybe you're good at dominant play maybe you're um you're good at like creating an intensity maybe you're really good at using like different toys and you're really fun maybe you um Maybe you're the type of guy that can have, like, that can create a lot of laughter during sex. Like, that's another skill um, that not every guy has that's very enjoyable. Like, when you could be, like, when you could laugh things off or when you can create a, a fun aspect of the sexual experience. There, There's just so many, there's so many things, right? Like, there's there's so many things that go in. Maybe you're really good at massaging. Maybe you're you're really good at, like, romantic gestures that set the moment, like, so well and you really make like sexy playlists and like the list goes on of all the the ways that you are good in bed and really set the tone for having like really hot sex and there's so much more than just your erection and when you start seeing that when you lean into these things and you also come up with answers for the ridiculous stuff in your head and you also are just able to have like know how to react to different circumstances that that scare you you will have less and less erectile dysfunction issues. All right? You just need answers. You need to give yourself answers. You need to learn how your body's working. And that's why this fifth point, this fifth tip, masturbation, masturbate mindfully and pay attention to your arousal and your erection is so important because it's the best tool you can use by yourself so you don't have to get nervous. You're just by yourself. You're training your body by yourself. Like what better way? to practice and get to know yourself and get to attach that practice with visuals of what you actually want to do and how you want to react to moments that you you're potentially fearful of it's it's amazing so that's why I have sex meditations out for you guys and that's why I'm also hosting a healthy masturbation workshop and this is the Black Friday special I don't know why I'm doing that it's fun but I'm giving you over 50% off on this workshop because I find that it's the best tool to help my clients overcome the struggles they're dealing with. It is so powerful and I'm coming up with a very specific framework for it that I'm really excited to share with all you guys. And I know that this same framework can work for you if you have PE, if you have DE, or ED, so premature ejaculation, delayed ejaculation, or erectile dysfunction, because when you can train your own body and your own mind and do it in a systematic way, then you have the consistency and the routine of staying focused on what's important versus getting in your head and feeling anxious. So I want to get you to the point of being able to turn to masturbation, know exactly how to use it as a tool so that you can overcome these dick-related issues you're struggling with. So check out the Black Friday link below and this Black Friday special sale with 50% plus off will go from today until Monday at midnight central time. So I I really want to get you guys in this, at least if you sign up live, if you can't make it live, um, you could always watch the recording and still have it for you so you could rewatch whenever you need and take notes as soon as possible. So that is there for you. I can't wait to see you guys inside that workshop. I will be able to uh, collect questions from you beforehand to make sure that all your questions are answered. You can also ask them live on the workshop. And I really want to help you here. I know this is a good, really good training tool, and it's been highly effective for so many clients, and it could be highly effective for you too to get to the point where you feel great about your sex life and you're no longer thinking daily about these challenges you're dealing with because that's not fun so happy black friday um that's it guys have an amazing morning evening or night wherever you are in the world i will talk to you soon i hope this episode helped you if it did i would love for you to leave me an itunes review it would mean the world to me You can also screenshot your favorite episodes and tag me on Instagram at Steph Ganowski. And before I go, remember, your sex life is as good as you make it out to be. Until next time.